Hello everyone, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. My name is Dylan, I will be the GM for this adventure, and I think today's gonna be the day we're actually gonna make it to the city of Blood Salt. <laughs> I actually had a friend who uh, recently gave up their, their job to become an archaeologist. Uh, so it's safe to say, yeah, their career is now in ruins. <laughs> that, was a, that was a groan-worthy one. Uh, <laughs> I'm joined by my four, uh, <laughs> four players. We've got Einar as... As Iron Bark, a Conracy Barbarian Druid. Hello, I'm good and I'm excited. We've got Jeremy as Mila Steelsky, a Sylph Druid Wizard. It still throws me off not to hear Geometer. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I can change it back, yeah. We've got Greg as Tyrol, a Hobgoblin Rogue. Hello, I am also here. <laughs> and we've got Kevin as Saralar, a Thessalonian Rune Lord of Pride. But sadly, I'm still here. Sadly. I still have to wear the bun of our Game Master. Ugh. Sorry, I did. I did crack. I cracked my knuckles right in front of the microphone. <laughs> it showed up really loudly on Audacity. I'm um, sorry, Kevin. And what's what made me laugh was uh, Greg. You know, we we do the same order for all the introductions, and you still took a bite of food as I was about to introduce you. <laughs> I, I know. I was I, I was gonna be like, ah, oh, I'm not ready, or something like that. I'm, or like, it's a. Uh, I was able to swallow it all down, so it was actually well timed. But the, uh, the panic threw any sort of interesting <laughs> intro out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Everyone surviving this heat we're having? No. Yeah. Mostly. A bit smoky sometimes. <laughs> Is your country still on fire? When is it not? I, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, the answer is winter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, this miserable, like, 10, 12 degrees I've been experiencing lately. Ugh. Stop. Poor me. Stop. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, wouldn't give it 10 or 12 degrees these yeah. days? Yeah. <laughs> me, uh, Jeremy. Yes, I know. Uh, since it is winter for you when it's summer for me, would you be open to, like, swapping? Like in March and October? You can have summer year-round and I can have winter. Honestly, I would love to spend some time in Sweden. I have uh, two very good friends there, including yourself, uh, and it sounds fun. Well... Uh, Look, it's how I feel, not how you feel, right? (laughs) (laughs) Friendship's one way, folks. That's what we learned today. It's a one-sided relationship. I'll come to Sweden at one point as well. I need to... I've got a couple Uh, friends there as well. I think customs will... Keep you out. <laughs> I've got I've got a few very good friends there, and also Anar. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's yeah. accurate. I have no friends <laughs> in Sweden. <laughs> Only foes. <laughs> Ooh, mortal enemies. I just want to invite you all to, to Quebec when it's minus thirty-five. Oh yes, please. I would actually love I that. Will... I've been to Boston in January, and that the snow there is pretty pretty nice. So yeah. Well, you know what's not cold. What's not called? Megambia. Even yes. There's your segue. Take it. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, last time. Can we go back to Dylan we... doing that? <laughs> that was great. It was great. Well done, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, patronizing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Last time we uh, we kept journeying through the uh, through the Mwangi expanse. You uh, had a fight with some weird grave bird owl things in a weird dandelion monster that gave you a necklace of fireballs. It was a bit of a, a strange encounter, uh, but you uh, trekked through the jungle and you made it to Kyutu, which is uh, where Iboko and her family live. They were recently attacked by, uh, you now know, the Knights of Abandago, who are sort of a band of uh, a band of mercenaries or, or bandits who usually attack 
brigands. Sort of the, the, the northern end of the Mwangi Expanse, but they've uh, apparently started raiding down south. Uh, and Kyutu was, uh, was unfortunately one of the towns they hit and stole and destroyed buildings here. So, uh, yes. Naboko escaped the, uh, the Magambia to come and help out, and you caught up with her. Had a, had a chit-chat, said you'd be exploring Bloodsalt, which is about a day away from, from the little village. And uh, her dad sort of said, well, why don't you stay the night? And then, yes, I'll make sure she <laughs> gets back to her studies. Because <laughs> I don't think he was too impressed about her leaving as well. Yeah. To be fair, it's his own fault. He should never have sent a letter saying we've been attacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was, uh, yeah. Can I ask uh, about the timeline here? So mm-hmm. the Knights of Abendego attacked or raided Kyoto. Is that the yes. name? Yes, Q2. Yeah. Q2. Okay. It's like and two U's in there, so I'm going to say Q2. Just like oh, the it's, it's two U's? Yeah, Q2. Okay. okay. I thought it was K-Y-U-T-O. Never, never mind. It's uh, basically like the Japanese city, but with U's instead of O's. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh... Then her father sent a letter, then Mm -hmm. she went here, and maybe Mm -hmm. two days later or something like that, we went. Yeah. And the journey was about a week. Uh, Seven, eight days, yeah. 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 So it was quite a while ago since they raided then. Oh, it's probably been about two weeks or so since the actual attack, Mm -hmm. yeah, but they're still rebuilding. Like it's not like they literally came here last night and like the place is still on fire. Like there's there's been signs of improvement, but yes, yeah, that sounds about right. Right, two weeks. So, if there's urgency about anything, we don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. There's no sign of it here now. They're busy living and repairing and nursing a few people by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, no one was no one was hurt. Some people were, were obviously like, well, I say no one was hurt. No one was killed. Some people were probably injured, but no one, like, there weren't any any fatalities of the attack it was mostly just i mean they lost probably a lot of uh, a lot of food a lot of supplies that were stolen from them which uh, yes could have been worse mm. and it seems like people have they they're recovering still um which is why yeah in the letter they said everyone's fine you don't need to come here <laughs> but yeah eboko didn't listen <laughs> and neither did we <laughs> amazing uh wow. so unless anyone has uh, has anything to do? I mean, I imagine all the all the students are catching a boko up with uh, what what happened on the journey here. Uh, they probably mentioned how they, they their teachers fought a T Rex skeleton that came to life, <laughs> and uh, and they were like, "Oh, you should have you should have seen uh, Professor Ironbark getting skewered on a rib." <laughs> Something we never thought we'd see. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll never experience either. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, give me a minute, I can remake the scene. No, no, no. (laughs) 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 With extra gore. Teru's the one who could remake the scene, actually. Uh, Uh, Well, Teru, well, in practicality, but not with just the simple power of illusion. Simple power. Oh, I see. Yeah, one was illusory, one was... Well, you could actually cause the ritual to happen again. (laughs) Yeah. We just need to find a T-Rex to have the skeleton reanimate. Well, we've got a T-Rex skeleton. Yeah. You've got some bones. Probably hasn't gone anywhere. Oh, yeah, we don't have all It's of probably it. still there, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just cast true resurrection on the skeleton, on whatever part of the skeleton we have, and then we kill him, and then we do the ritual. <laughs> yeah, and to reach R- some bones. Than, yeah. <laughs> rather than find the skeleton back out in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's that's probably easier than finding a whole T-Rex skeleton like by itself. Like yeah, I I can't mm. imagine the chance of just stumbling upon one. I mean, many bones did. So yeah. Yeah. So um, what was the name of the dad again? Did he say? Uh, Konoku. 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 Okay. It's also Is got there a U at the end. end. Yes. Okay. Every single person in this town has a U at the end. Apart from <laughs> actually, Iboko doesn't. She has a no. I was about okay. to say, yeah, because I have that written down as no. Can I, uh, 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 Kenoku? Uh, yes, yes, I've forgotten Can... my voice, but it's going to be the same as yeah. every other. Pretty sure it didn't sound <laughs> like an issue. ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, can you tell me more about this, these Knights of Abendago? How many were there? Where did they go? Did they seem intent on raiding other villages? Are there any other villages nearby? Sorry, there's a lot of questions now. I'm, I'm <laughs> on rapid of... fire mode, it seems. <laughs> there's a lot of... Um, uh, he will basically say that uh, it was a, a band of, of, of Knights of Abendago. Not like they probably didn't send a whole army, army's worth, but probably around like eight to ten people. Uh, and they, they attacked in the cover of night, which is probably why the villagers were so, you know, unprepared and... Uh, they were all asleep and probably woke up to the sounds of the attack happen happening. They they can say what they saw from them was that they uh, the, the knights of Abendago they wear they they wear um, armor sort of patterned like like fish scales and uh, the ones he saw fighting were wielding tridents. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it doesn't know too much more apart from they they've heard you know stories of this happening further up in the in the north, but uh, yeah, they never had to worry about it because they didn't expect them to be. This far south, so. Sorry, is a trident representative of any particular fancy god? I was gonna say Bismara, but I don't think so. I'd like to know what qualifies as a fancy god. I think he said fantasy, uh, not fancy. I uh, no, oh. no, I said fancy. They're 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 all fancy gods when they're oh, super perfect. powerful. So fancy in this instance means generic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a major god, essentially, like a big hitter. Like if there was a tournament oh, of gods, this god would be in the top eight. <laughs> Uh, I think the trident uh, is the favored weapon of Dagon, Gozare, Anspur, seen... Gelisandri, Mephistopheles, and Mephistopheles. <laughs> <laughs> Dagon! Oh no, that's not good. Um, and. and because Gozare. you think Mephistopheles is good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, Tyrol, if you want to give me a religion check, you, you can. It's. I think you'll find, Dylan. You have. <gasps> Holy shit. I anticipated this. It's not actually the religious symbol of this deity, but you know a hundred percent that um, not not through the trident reference, just your own knowledge. You know that the Knights of Amadego are a uh, a, a, a Norgorba-based uh, sort of group. Norgorba. Oh, okay. Interesting. I've never heard of this. You've not actually, heard of Norgorba. What? I've, I've not, the fuck is Norgorba? <laughs> what? <laughs> it sounds like someone mashed a keyboard and came up with a god name. Like, or they like were like percent of adventure paths Nor- are about Norgorba. Norgorba. Norgorba is basically the deity of bad things, but he's split into like the four aspects. So you've got like yeah. the the skin saw, which is like the the basically murder the human cult. murder cult. You've got uh, yeah. the, the the thief aspect. You've got the poison aspect, and then the the other one. <laughs> so this, uh, the secrets and, and concealing. Oh, secrets and rumor mongering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Sorry. Are these not just very close to the chaos gods in the Warhammer setting? We don't know about Warhammer, Greg. No. Yeah. 
We don't know about this. <laughs> Alright, cool. I got it. If you take as much as you know about Galarian, I probably know less <laughs> you about You probably Warhammer. know less about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You also know that um, they... Uh, you got... Amazingly, I don't know... I don't know how, but you got a nat 20 on your <laughs> check there. Holy so I don't shit! Know, I don't know how you would uh, <laughs> know so much about them. Maybe maybe you packed some books with you and like this last few hours you've just been reading over one now. You know who you're looking for. Um, you know the Knights of Abendego primarily op- operate in uh, the around the city of, of Jula, which is J-U-L-A. Jula. Uh, which you know is a, a coastal village in the southern lands uh, up to the up to the north of where we are on the map here. In fact, I might be able to point it out to you on the map. Someone wants to get another ping ready. It's about here. Oh, somewhere the coastal regions where oh, it gets a little bit mountainous. It's pretty close, actually. It's pretty close, but there is like the massive Turwa River in the way, and it is probably yeah. Like, but the, I'm the distance you've travelled arrived by yeah. waterway. The distance you've travelled from the Megambia to Kyoto, it's about that same distance again, just north. So uh, probably another week, weeks travel, which is probably usually. Too far for a, a roving band of bandits. A band of bandits. I keep going to say band that. And it just makes you laugh every time. A band of bandits. To uh, yeah, a week's probably too far for them to go, unless they like really had a reason to want to go somewhere. Hmm, perhaps they too have a similar objective and seek blood salt. I think you're projecting a little there, Tyrell. Yeah, I don't know. It's a long way to come to like steal foodstuffs <laughs> and things. Um. Which makes you think that there wasn't their intent wasn't really Kyoto or blood salt as such. Uh, it's just luck for them and bad luck for, uh, for these good people. Did I put the right thing there? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> you put a sword on the map. That's great. Very good. Are we having a little meal? Are we having a little? Yeah. Uh, so I think Konoku uh, probably doesn't have the. the biggest supply of food in the world but you can definitely spare like this is a fishing village uh, of of mbeke dwarves and and humans so you uh, probably get a, a sort of a, a, a platter of, of fish dishes uh, probably some locally grown vegetables and, uh, and probably yeah. it's it's sort of a small a small sized feast but it's uh, it's for you and all the students sort of that's one yeah so i think that okay yeah ironbark doesn't normally eat and I still have the Ring of Sustenance, so I think he's going to pester him with more questions about what changes have you made if they came again? Could you repel them? And then when the others sit down to eat, he's just going to take a lap around the village to make sure that it is properly defended this time. Uh, well, uh, as you're sitting down, he's started to eat. <laughs> well, you're not. He does. <laughs> I don't think he really knows what a Konrasu is too much because as he's sitting to eat, no. he does motion. You know, you're more than welcome to eat if you want as well, like a couple of times. And then I think gets the idea. Maybe <laughs> you just don't. Um, but he he will say, yeah, we've started training up some of their um, some of the, the sort of uh, more athletic folk in the in the village. Uh, Starting maybe building a, a very basic barrier. Uh, he does mention, you know, any uh, any extra help would be appreciated but he realizes that you can't exactly you know set aside your studies just to help this silly little village uh, you have more important things to attend to but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they think they're um probably not expecting an attack so soon after the first yeah. one but they're, 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 they're well, doing a few little bits i attacked the barrier to see where its weak points are <laughs> <laughs> it falls apart it falls apart you're too strong <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, okay, uh, I'm good. Thank you. You can, you, as you wander around, you do see a few sort of defensive positions that you would make that you uh, mm. have learnt about from from probably a few like Tempest Sun classes yeah. about you know building barricades and things. And you're like, maybe, maybe, maybe you think maybe you could do a, a good job, but uh, also yes, it'd be yeah. time consuming. Yeah, I, I, at least I I note them and I point them out to the villagers to make sure that they at least know mm-hmm. what to do. Even if we don't decide to stay and help out. Which I know we won't. We won't, we're definitely <laughs> not staying. No, as, as, soon, as soon as the meal is over, the teachers here are ready to, a, are, are like, done and things. To all gather them together. And they will sit, sit them all down and go... <gasps> Many months ago, with my previous cohort. Read like two years ago. <laughs> Read like two years ago. <laughs> it is many months ago. Oh, it's Yeah, it's yes, oh, 24 months ago. Again. It is many. <laughs> years ago, I stumbled across some old papers with my prior cohort, and they have made the basis of my research into this city. This expedition is but a memento, a totem to their memory. And he will spread out the documents in front of you. And I think you'll find they're in the Campaign Notes channel now. Ooh. Oh my god! And for the audience, uh, these notes consist of a relatively detailed map of Blood Salt City, featuring prominently a hatchery, a shop, and a tower, as well as the Turwa Lake which the city is on the border of. And then there is also a set of words, <laughs> one of which, I think the most important thing, it. is a draconic beast shown in blood salt murals, which is this sort of uh, draconic looking thing with four pronged horns that come out from the side of its face into four different angles. We've already discussed previously the dead man's breath, the gas that comes from the volcanic lake and is murderous, uh, odorless gas that kills those who breathe it, and that's what we've got, those uh, little sim- uh, those little totems from a um, Janatamo? Oh, Yamba. High Sun Major Yamba, yes. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing which we haven't discussed here is that Blood Salt, also known as the City of the Dragon Speakers, lies on the shore of Turwa Lake. Murals depict residents sprouting wings and flying through the sky. Some scholars believe the dragon speakers are the disembodied souls of Blood Salt residents, ascending to a divine realm above and leaving their bodies to seek the, soak the soil red with blood. Uh, this serves as a cautionary tale to keep people from getting too close to Turwa Lake. City dragon speakers. You've been sitting on this for over a year, Greg. It's crazy I that I, I wow. wrote this definitely over a year ago. <laughs> uh, wow. And <laughs> it's just been here the whole, yeah. It's Dragon Speakers! Let's go resurrect Woolly right now. Where is he? Come on. <laughs> there was I need one him who would here. Been particularly interested <laughs> in this. Oh, no. Oh, God. But this is the basis of my research. I have sought many other sources, but people in this area have done little to explore those ruins. So who knows what mysteries lie there, and what dangers may find us. Tomorrow, Tyrell, tomorrow we will get there. Tomorrow. Yes. 
Everyone if I can, die uh... in the night, I will haunt you all. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the room that you're in right now, Shizid just snickers to himself. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Final the betrayal! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, everyone be fed up on, on, on a nice sort of fish meal and uh, and regaled by stories of or dragons and what possible adventures you might find there. I think everyone, you uh, you have a choice of either like Connor could probably have some spare, uh, spare. I mean, actually, his he probably there's probably not too much spare room in his house. But you guys all bought tents and things that you would have you would have been sleeping out in the in the wilderness. So uh, you'll probably still be just camping on the outskirts of of the village. Um, so we'll sleep under the stars, like the old days. There is a downpour tonight. Excellent. You don't care, do you? No, Tarul was the Perfect. one who stood out in the rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you're very, very soggy. Uh, <laughs> everyone can go to sleep dreaming of uh, what, what adventures and treasures and everything that they might discover, what hidden lore has been left for uh, for centuries of this city. And with that, today's expedition's over. We're gonna... No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's way Shut too up. early for that. Oh. Yeah, we're just going to take like a four-month break from the podcast. I don't think there's anything important to do. Uh, yes, do do all restore uh, your hit points and your spell slots and everything. Yeah. Um, and with that, we're skipping to the next book. <laughs> we never visit Blood Salt. Yeah, wow, book four, you're level 12 now, guys. Whoa! Ooh, <laughs> you don't think, okay. uh, As if you think book no. four isn't just the ruins of Blood Salt underneath it. <laughs> this is, yeah, book, the entire book, four, book five, is a dungeon six, crawl. It's all Blood Salt. Yeah, from here on out. <laughs> Amazing. Um, you probably uh, get... No, no, I have... I, I mean, sorry for taking up a lot no, of time here, it's but... good. I have six hours during the night where everyone else is sleeping, <laughs> since I only need to sleep two. And I spend some of that time, as I said, going around the village. But then if Tyrol shares this, because I don't have dark vision, I'm going to spend some time pouring over this. And one, then in the morning... During the night while you're awake, but Junior's just like, ah, so, do you do you think we're gonna turn into dragons? Would you like to? I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, you know, I could make you fly if you want to. Wait, really? <gasps> yeah. I could be the first flying leshy <laughs> <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> All right, let me see what I can do tomorrow morning then. Uh, <laughs> God, what my God! <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> hey, to interrupt for a second, Dylan, what's yeah, what's what's worse than a PC having a flying minion that can go scope out <laughs> like places like ruined yeah. cities? Yeah. <laughs> go on, and on, sorry. talk about it. No, that's a, a PC with a message spell <laughs> slash sending. Messages sight. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Tarul. Ironbark yes. spends some time. If you share these documents, Ironbark spends some time during the night looking over them. And then he says, "I was going to say, Tarul has published a paper or two on these that yeah, has been I, freely available for several years, <laughs> which I have not read. <laughs> but did didn't you say this looked like an insect egg?" The artifact that we found yeah. is not necessarily linked to blood salt because we've not. We oh. don't, its origin is unknown. Blood salt is the research site they have decided for it. 
but okay. I do get your point about the hatchery and the egg. Yeah. That is a and good connection. Well, it, that's not... I mean, if it was an insect egg, that's fine, but it does say dragon speakers, or... Uh, uh, well, it could be a mistranslation. Sure, but it, there's also a dragon. <laughs> there is also <laughs> drawings of dragons, dragon. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Dragons are really insects, aren't they? They've got six limbs. Yeah, I guess. This is true. <laughs> so, so Dylan, when we see a dragon, can I roll insect lore? <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it has six legs and wings, sure. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me Daru doesn't have dragon lore? Uh, Wooly did. Wooly did. So he's, did. I specifically yeah. avoided it because uh, I didn't want to step onto Einar's toes with the <laughs> um, of that. It doesn't matter now. Yeah. You can no. take it if you want. <laughs> he he asks at least, but if if you say that the egg might be unrelated, then he drops it. And he's like, mm. oh, I guess we'll see once we get there. But if it is from there, perhaps the gas is needed for it to hatch. Oh, do we want to hatch it? Yes. <laughs> okay. And you also see Bark Jr. is now flying. Whee! That's gonna get annoying. I'll ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sorry, have you ever seen that meme? It's a draggable meme. It's just like this guy, the freezer, walking down. And it's like, hmm. I'll ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone else wakes up. Uh, the students all uh, sort of clamber out of their bedrolls and uh, start, you know, packing up all of their things, ready to go. Boko seems a little reluctant to join you, but I think uh, looking around and seeing that her villagers do, you know, have have things under control, she she realizes, yes, yeah, she definitely shouldn't neglect the studies longer than she already has. So she will uh, pack up whatever belongings she bought with her and uh, add them to to the the wagons on the donkeys and uh, unless anyone else has any other pressing matters you can start the trek to blood salt you're going back on yourselves about like almost like a day of travel so you will probably arrive at blood salt just with a few hours of daylight left let's go just enough time to look for a place to build a base camp yeah and during that journey i think iboko has some studies to catch up on <laughs> yeah. personal mentoring walking walking lesson as you sort of track along yeah yeah just be reciting out essays from memory and be like <laughs> and if she doesn't say anything he'd disapprove it and make it recites another essay <laughs> yes uh you trek trek for i'd say a good day days travel or so if you leave early in the morning you'll probably get there with a few hours of light left but uh yes you see there's uh you probably start your journey along the edges of the turbo river um, down from Q2, uh, and then you, about halfway through the day, would hit this sort of this mountain range that sort of borders the edge of the Turwa Lake. Uh, it's a very large sort of foreboding peaks rise up around the, the lakeside, and you sort of you know have to probably skirt around the edges of these mountains to get to that. Uh, you saw there was like a nice gap, like in a valley between the mountains where Blood Salt was uh, was, was laying on the very edge of the lake. I think today's journey is a lot uh, goes a lot smoother than the last the last uh, trek did. There's no crazy birds trying to swoop out the air and and trick you. There's no uh, yeah necromancers in your path. It's uh, you know relatively calm, almost sort of uneasy 
uneasily calm as you sort of make your way towards the city. It's, uh... Wait, it's too quiet. <laughs> what were you expecting a party? Mm, dead man's breath. No, it just makes me uneasy. Tyrell, you do raise a good point. I think as you as you are walking towards, I, you, I, I imagine Tyrell's one to occasionally check the little necklace you've been given. Yep. He'll probably hold it up right in front of you. <laughs> uh, it seems seems to still be silver. The wildlife will avoid. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, what's weird, there aren't birds or anything around, actually. The whole week you've been trekking, you've seen flocks of, of jungle birds and heard the birdsong in the trees, and it's just sort of uh, on the edges of this lake. Yeah, it's it's strange. It is really, really unnerving. Uh, yeah, about an hour outside, you spot what would be... Uh, actually, everyone give me a survival check. Let's see if, see if okay. you do spot a good place to set up with everyone. I would assume that if there are dragon speakers or flying predators, wildlife would know to avoid this place. <laughs> uh, I think the dragon speakers are, are mostly extinct slash gone. Yeah, um, and but it's if the gas itself, be... <laughs> that's the danger. Because oh. that's what kills people. Of course. <laughs> Sarola, Sar- what are you doing out in the wilderness? <laughs> Sarola, trust is... Trust. <laughs> Do you have a plus zero? <laughs> you have to trust the people you're with here. <laughs> I have people to it? do that job for me. <laughs> I'm not here for the survival you know war. What's... Uh, yeah, Tyrell, you come across a clearing that you think is probably the safest you're going to get. It is like an hour trek outside of the, of where Bloodsort is supposed to be still. But you think this is the best one you've seen and probably safest to stay here rather than set up much closer where there could be more dangers. Uh, Mila and Ironbark, you're just like, yeah, if Tyrell says it's good, it's probably good. And Sarala, you don't even know where you are. Yeah, yeah. That reflects me as a general <laughs> attitude. And, and, and realistically, guys, uh, look, our primary responsibility uh, is, in fact, keeping the students safe. Uh, so if we keep a, a base camp a good distance away while we check things out initially before we do anything about any kind of uh, scholarly, proper scholarly endeavor, uh, that would behoove us to do that. I agree. I know, I'm delaying you a little more, Tyrell, I'm sorry. <laughs> About an hour outside, then, you can, uh, yeah, cl- clear it, find a spot, uh, a nice sort of uh, clearing surrounded by a few a few, a few, few jungle trees to, you know, block the sight of any other travellers. Um, and start setting up a little, I guess, a research camp. Uh, I guess, because this is, you, you're here to do research, you're probably going to spend a, quite a while in the area. Uh, you probably get everyone... Almost like building your own little classroom here. So, <laughs> uh, I guess Tyrell's got his little portable desk. <laughs> he did, oh yeah, he's yeah. yeah he's taken that the whole way on it on one of the, uh, the mules. <laughs> um, everyone else gets some. You don't know what you find, so you've probably been given some sort of scientific like equipment, some flasks, some uh, probably some some chemicals, probably some. Uh, some alchemical solutions that might help detect like acidity and uh, and other things that you would have used at the school. You've probably bought a, a, a good selection of supplies here, and uh, you probably yeah spend a little while unloading that and also getting the tents and everything set up around as well. Making a nice little nice little camp for yourselves. I mean, it's up to Tyrell if he wants to venture in 
at night time. I did say, yeah, you spent most of the day journeying, so you might have to wait one more night. It's up to so you. I think to, once again, <laughs> if he dies in the night, he's haunted you. <laughs> not, not the players this time round, Dylan. He's going to haunt you personally. Me. Tyrol is going to haunt me. You will have nightmares. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I'm really tempted to. Uh, no. <laughs> Just so we don't drag this out too much longer, because everyone's itching to see what it's like. Yes, uh, you, you can yes. sleep again. Uh, I uh, Bart Jr. is whizzing around the treetops enjoying his new ability. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you probably noticed you aren't as fast, right? Uh, yeah, what's up with that? Uh, I mean, that's the that's the thing. I could make you faster, but then maybe you wouldn't be able to speak. Oh, oh no! No, don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> but you want to keep flying. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's fine flying for now. I mean, it's okay. kind of up to you to decide. Anyway, no, no, no. I, uh, um, you are Bark Jr. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how I got roped into being this. I take your wishes <laughs> into account. If, if it was up to me, Bark Jr. just wouldn't exist. So, is there, is there oh, a familiar okay. effect for that? Just not I, existing anymore? I give you your freedom. My last wish is to wish for your freedom. Oh. You're not high level enough for a wish. Yeah, you'll have to wait to get a wish oh. spell. <laughs> Alright, you'll stay with me for now. <laughs> cool. Everyone falls asleep. Probably to roll out in the rain again. He's very excited. And in the morning, you have a probably sit down, do your hours preparation, get your spells ready, eat some, some of your rations, get yourselves full up. And then, yeah, uh, I think Mariama would say, Alright, well, uh, if you're if you, you want to make a, you know, a preliminary scout to make sure it's safe we'll uh, guess get started on on keeping uh, keeping the camp all going here see if we can uh, Tyrell runs um, off if if anything happens anything at all you signal us with a flame to the sky or something I know one of you can do it oh yeah I got it covered <laughs> yep. yeah oh could you could you teach me uh, can you Tell me how I can get Rajata to, to fly like your little plant is. Well, first of all, you would make, have to make her tiny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, let's fucking let's um, fucking go. Let's uh, stop yeah. talking to the ACs. Let's fucking go. I want to. I want to. I want to adventure. <laughs> I don't know how how Greg is sitting here so calm. <laughs> it's been, he's grinding uh, his he's teeth. Really you can hear it through the microphone. He is. Yeah. He's oh, he's itching to go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited for this. <laughs> what if you get there and it's just there's nothing there? The ruins aren't even there anymore. Um, it's just, it's just I, like I will a beach. quit and I will uh, <laughs> never play Pathfinder again. And oh, I will go back to your Warhammer. To Worlds without number, Savage Worlds, Pete, or Eclipse Phase. You know, some other games. Just and I'll never think of um, a rogue of class again. <laughs> 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 Tarul runs off in the distance of the uh, this sort of valley between the, the, the mountain tops, and uh, and yes, the other teachers are left to run after. Uh, you're probably going for about an hour, and I think 45 minutes or so in when you're you're approaching, you start to make out. You, you've like really you trekked between the mountains here, and you are like coming up right to the edge of this river. Uh, the first thing you notice is. Uh, as you can see on the map, the river is like the water on this side of the lake is is red. It's like a crimson color. 
I believe to rule in your research, you know that it is uh, sort of a, a silt lake. So, uh, but yes, it uh, the silt on the on the water uh, on the disrupted iron. Yeah, it's 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 not on. I mean, it makes it look ominous, but it isn't like a. It's not ominous for for that it's red, like for blood or any other reason. It is just it's yeah. It's a like, natural phenomenon. It's a natural phenomenon. Yes, you start to see some uh, some walls building up around the city as you approach. Uh, what, uh, what what sort of walls? I mean, everything here is probably made out of. I guess silt can be fashioned into some sort of like stone, almost like sandstone, but made of, of silt. Uh, so, so the walls here are probably about the same colour as you call can it see silt around stone. here. <laughs> blood, maybe blood salt is just what they call the building material here. Actually, wait, no, it probably wouldn't be um, a sedimentary rock like that because it would just melt in the rainbow oh, in the rainforest no. rain. So it'd have to be a hard rock from the mountains. I hate playing with like someone who understands geology. <laughs> I don't. I, I have a passing knowledge. But, you know what, actually, it could Ooh. still be the whatever, the, the silk could be special. Magic no is always is. the answer. No, I think, so it is, it, 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 it just, it, it's like, it does look like the, the buildings here are just made of, of sort of, yeah, standard stone, uh, probably local to the area. You do spot, as you're approaching, some of the, the tallest towers here uh, are, it looks like they are made of bronze. Pretty fancy. That would get super hot. Mm. In the sun. <laughs> Maybe that's a hatchery. <laughs> oh yeah, as you sort of uh, are come, just coming up onto the city, you, you do spot uh, a few gentle wisps of smoke rising up. Ooh. Someone's here. I wonder who these could be. Why would knights of Abendego attack a village <laughs> so far away if they were not just passing by on their way to somewhere else? Tara will stop and take avoid notice <laughs> <laughs> yeah now it's time for me to rush in. <laughs> <laughs> well unfortunately Tyrell just disappeared so Mila can't har harass him about the intellectual laziness of being married to his one theory without looking at the options <laughs> <laughs> shall we sneak on in then I think we can actually be a little bit smart on this we could you, walk, climb the mountains on the side and get a overview of this of the city from above um, without actually having to sneak into it. You, uh, sorry, I might have not made the description very clear. The smoke's coming from outside the city walls. Oh, oh. <laughs> that changes everything. Yeah, Black that's Junior why I wanted to clarify. Flying familiar. Uh, Where you go? Actually, <laughs> hmm. uh, give me a Does anyone have invisibility? <laughs> You're probably close enough to, to have a chance of seeing what's going on if you want to give if me a If only we had someone in the group that focused in illusion. If, yeah. only, if, only. if only we had a rogue with the visibility spell constantly prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what a horrible combination of a flying familiar and an invisibility spell. Appalling. God, oh, stop. <laughs> Mila, you're, you're distracted by the excitement of being somewhere new. And traveling again with your friends, so it's, uh, it's all yeah, and getting exciting. a one up on Tarot, uh, even though he doesn't know. <laughs> I embark. You look through the foliage around, and you spot uh, what looks like someone else's uh, like camp just outside the the stone circle circular walls that are 
look very similar to the ones that uh, were drawn on Tyrrell's map he showed you. Mm. A very a small campsite. Uh, you can see probably about four, no, about three, uh, three tents set up, fashioned outside uh, a, a campfire in the center. I think you probably spot. Do I see oh. any people or You probably spot or? one person sitting at the campfire. Probably what armor are they wearing? Chowing down on some food. Uh, I mean, I will say that you are probably uh, it's still quite far away, so it's you probably can't make out many details, but you can see a figure and say that. Unless you want to try to sneak closer. Uh, guys, it's, it's I know it's been a bit too heavy, but can we should we do the invisible rogue thing? Sure. <laughs> Hell yes, we, we are. Hell yes. We're allowed to be too heavy in Blood Soul. Yeah, this I think is that's... the Tyrrell book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bob. Tyrrell utters some arcane words and disappears from sight. Amazing. Ten I will be back. Oh, ten whole minutes. Yeah, actually, I've got to keep a keep a track on that. In hey. real time, I say, checking my watch. <laughs> 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 so, Tyrrell, uh, you're probably uh, probably a couple minutes away still, because I imagine you spotted this as it, you were just coming into view. So you probably. If you, are you are you going in invisibly? Yes, yes. And roll oh, stealth. Sneaky fucker. <laughs> You're that. So so you rolling stealth would be against others' perception checks, right? Yes. DC. Yeah, perception DC. Perception DC. And that's you, right. And you may want to make it easier or harder for them based on the fact that Tyrrell's invisible. So their DC could change, which is really how the invisible sort of thing really works. Yeah. Well. Uh, Technically, they will be using perception through the. See, I forgot yeah. that one. In, not their main. Imprecise sense. Yeah, imprecise sense, which yeah. will be earring in this case, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you uh, probably spend a couple, probably two minutes leaving the group, walking towards the the, the stone ring around around Blood Soul. Uh, this is quite nice because I get to reveal to rules the map to rule before everyone else. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's so exciting! I'm going to activate this, and only Tyrrell's going to see something. <laughs> it's like Christmas that's uh, taken like a few years to come. <laughs> the compass is pointed north-south appropriately. Oh, it's even better! <laughs> <laughs> Tyrrell, you. So there is a very clear path, sort of leading from the valley between the mountains. Uh, going straight into, you see this this stone wall has crumbled. Uh, it, it doesn't look like it's sort of uh, stood the, the, the tests of time. Uh, it, bricks and fallen out. Uh, I mean, it's still t- shaped, and it's still what could be classed as a wall, but it's uh, not doing the best defensive job here. But there is a there are a few um, like towers in the wall, turrets. They have a word. I don't know, you know, like the little stations around the wall. Turret. Uh, the crin- the crinolations? Yeah. Oh, that's a good word. That's probably. Crinolations <laughs> are the. Yeah, the squarey things, aren't they? Yeah. On top of the wall, yeah. If you've drawn a fantasy map, you know exactly what I'm thinking of. You put little circles at certain points along the wall. <laughs> that's that's what I mean, the little towers. Uh, there's a gap in between these that looked like it would have been like an entranceway into the city. Probably once had like a, you know, like a gate or or something, a nice big arc announcing where you are. Uh, but but yes, it's all sort of crumbled and there is now just the path that meanders between the wall here. Uh, you are sort of walking along that path and you spot 
some people, more people, uh, as you approach. Do you, do you, can, you can see the map, right? Just you. I can see the map, yes. Can anyone else see the map? Because I don't know if they can. We only see the darkness. <laughs> Good. Give me a, you've given me a stealth check, but give me a perception as well, just as you are making your way through here. I have no idea. <gasps> Whatever else. You see everything. <laughs> <laughs> you see it all, Taru. <laughs> Other than that, 20. <laughs> oh my god. The adrenaline is pumping, and he is like... You see that there are some other people here. Uh, there is one person sitting at the campfire, chowing down on their breakfast. Uh, you can, you're close enough now to see that he is a, a Mwangi male, uh, definitely a halfling. Uh, not looking like the Knights of Abendego would at all from the description you got. Uh, this is a... I can, I'll show you actually the... Oh, I can't show you the picture and not everyone else the picture. That's fine. It's, uh, it's a person in an Indiana Jones hat. <laughs> I was going to say, the person the first thing you spot is is the Indiana <laughs> Jones hat. It looks like it's got some little blue... Uh, almost like a little blue ribbon sort of design on, on, the, on the brim of it. Uh, you see, like you, he's got some sort of... Uh, it looks like some some sort of face, almost like face paint on. He's got like some sort of lines drawn down his face and at the bottom of his mouth. Uh, you see, he's wearing uh, he, he's wearing studded leather armor. He's got a uh, bandoliers and and everything around him. This is uh, a sort of a flowing uh, sort of indigo cape around. This is like the this, this he, he looks like your stand. He is Indiana Jones. That's if if Indiana Jones was in Pathfinder, this is this is him. Uh, he's a uh, you know, a, 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 a ruined delver, an explorer. Uh, you do see he's not alone, though. Uh, he's alone at the campfire, but around you spot a few others. Sort of spread further around outside the camp. You imagine probably keeping watch on the area. Uh, you see there's two... Well, you can see where they are. There's two uh, to the north on the other side of the pathway into the city itself. Uh, and there are two further southwest beyond the tents here. And these look like what you would imagine are, are, yeah, like Tomb Raiders. They are in the get-up, not quite as as gotten up as the the main guy. Um, but yes, you do see they have like crossbows and kukris, and, uh, and wear, they're wearing some armor. And, and uh, yeah. you, you think you have stumbled upon some other explorers. You may not be the first to uncover the lore of blood salt. We'll see about that. Knife comes out. I will say, the uh, so for the listeners who can't see the map and for the other three players who can't see the map, yeah, uh, just imagine big walled city in a circle. There's a path going into it, which to rule is sort of walking down. Uh, outside the city wall, there's uh, just to the sort of the left hand side of the path. There's a little uh, little camp with uh, some tents and a and a fire pit, and, uh, and the Indiana Jones, as we called him, is sitting there. Uh, and then there are two Tomb Raiders, sort of further away to the left, keeping an eye out past the tents, and then there are two to the other side of the path, so to the to the right. Uh, so they have sort of spread out. Uh, Tyrol is sort of... So Tyrol is actually in between the four Tomb Raiders right now, and fairly close to the tents. Uh, I will say, Tyrol, as you are sort of, you know stumbling through trying to be stealthy the uh, the four who are supposed to be keeping guard they they don't show any recollection of uh of knowing you you're there but uh, as you sort of do stop and observe 
You notice the uh, the chap by the, the fireplaces put down the food he was eating and does just seem to be looking more around the general area. He doesn't know like exactly where you are, but you kind of get the sense he might have heard a little of your approach. How set up do those tents look to be? When you say set up, do you mean like... If I was to look at the base of the tent, yeah, has it sunk into the mud? Are you trying to determine how long they've been here for? Or, or just yes, how essentially, yeah. smart they, they have been? Probably not been here too, too long. They are definitely... Uh, they've been here... I mean, they haven't been set up very recently. You can see, like, yeah, the, the silt... It started to sink. And it looks like you can see they've probably had to, uh, like, unpeg the tents, move them slightly a, a couple times, probably because they started to sink into the, into the mud here. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so it's they, not like they've they arrived, have... like, yesterday. They've been okay, set so... up here a while. So they have most likely already been into the city, so to rule sneaking in just to be able to claim first and then leave is not the... Uh, yeah, <laughs> you not think... Sensible. You actually do see along the path here, you see some foot- footprints going into, uh, into the gap between the walls. Yeah. Terrell's oh, I'm so... Oh, Tyrrell was like, it's Christmas! And now I'm just like, no, Christmas is cancelled! You... <laughs> <laughs> Tyrrell will return to the party and relay the information that he has seen. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, no, Terrell is not just a YouTube ke- commenter, Kevin. It's <laughs> more to first. him. Like all the YouTube comments, you go there and I'm first. Terrell returns to the others. <laughs> there are other seekers of treasure ahead. They have been set up a while. And are not dead. So no, t- no danger too great there. Do they have scaly armor? No. One of them was wearing a fun hat. <laughs> what do we make of that? So you mention it like it's important, but I don't understand. It's got butterflies on it. <laughs> it I thought that sounds nice. Looks, I can't tell if it is butterflies, but it really does look like it. Or it's it just really like some sort in. of indigo like ribbons on the edge of it, yeah. No, it's definitely butterflies. If you zoom all the way in, it's got like they've got two wings and then edging white. He's got little butterflies so, on his hat. He can't be a bad guy with butterflies on his hat. Well. You might found your new best friend to rule. No friends. Do you, <laughs> you want to talk to them? Mm. Is that or kill them? <laughs> <laughs> Those are our two options. The only let, options Let you could us confirm have. that they are bad guys before we start killing them. Although, thinking about third option... There is an entrance in the walls around to the north. A break that we could possibly access if we wished to remain unseen. But then also, violence would probably follow. And they could shut off our escape route if things turn violent. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like we need to talk to them. Yeah, Just, the, the safest thing yeah. to do. We have a, quite a big group. We cannot stay hidden. If there's other people around there, the safest thing to do is to deal with them and determine whether they're friend or not. That would be my suggestion. But the other option is really only violence. It could also the dichotomy be dichotomy of the adventurer. <laughs> there could also be like wow, you know, cooperation. Wow, really is a YouTube commenter. There's only violence. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's moved on to a Twitter right? commenter now. <laughs> 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 uh, the Terrell discovered what Norberger was and decided he was always following it. He wants to stab people now. Yeah, 
Which one's the secrets one? Oh <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, yes, I agree, Mila. Maybe we should work together on this. Maybe they want to enroll at the Magambia. Well, that's a leap of assumption, but sure. We won't Possibly. find out unless we talk. Could be one. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Could you, you imagine just camping at a bunch of ruins, ready to delve for some ancient <laughs> treasures like Lara Croft, and then somebody just walks out of the jungle and hands you a leaflet? Have <laughs> <laughs> you considered going to <laughs> night school? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, God. Do you want to explore career opportunities? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Maybe the hey, open universities uh... for you. <laughs> You're dropping the invisibility and going for a little chat. Yeah, I mean, with everyone, obviously. They want to announce Amazing. we're approaching so we don't spook them. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think it's, once it's you open, sort of isn't it? Stop don't. being stealthy and uh, and, and you, if you all walk just down the path, they're going to see you. Pretty yeah, but like, they might yeah. take us for enemy. You can just announce we're friendly. You can do a friendly walk, you know. Hello. Just hop, skip down the road. Nice wave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not weapon well, drawn. No, well mine are always drawn. <laughs> not keep, weapon drawn. Looks at like the only person in the group that has a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sh- should I go? Say make introductions or? I'm no, fly no, ahead. No, just, just, just stay here and <laughs> speak only when spoken to. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> a fun in that. Okay, you are. Uh, you can head head on up to down the path and uh can i please have viewership of the map now once oh. you've gotten further down the path yes you can. Ah! Uh, are you making a beeline towards the tents or are you uh yes what are you gonna do i to feel like it, yeah. it doesn't think, make sense to do yeah, anything else okay uh, it, it would be like um a challenge wouldn't it if we were to just walk down the path into the city yeah, waiting for them to interrupt us. We're like inviting them to, in, or sort of like, it's a, it's a, it's aggressive. Yes. Well, now that you can all hopefully see the map, I will reveal the uh, the full image of this very fun hatted character. Uh, here he is. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> he is, it is a fun hat with butterflies on. Uh, <laughs> but yes, you That's see, a he's, uh, he's got, isn't it? It is a halfling, yeah. yes. He's got he's got swaggies, you know, leaning on uh, some. It looks like a big didgeridoo, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, sort of a, 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 a crimson wood with uh, some etch, etch patterns at the bases of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's, he is. I love this art just because it's so good. Uh, uh, one, one comment on this your... art, just before you go on. Yeah. Uh, this particular person is wearing a hat, as explained, and appears to have dark hair and eyebrows. Other than that, completely hairless, except we're a halfling, so there's like a carpet on the yeah. top of each foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brilliant. A little rug. Yeah, he's got a little, little fairy feet. <laughs> he uh, sees your approach... Stands up, gives a little wave, and says, Ah, yeah, a, ple- a pleasure to see some other explorers so early in the morning. Uh, do come g- gather around. Uh, stay by the fire a while if you'd like. Uh, are you here to explore as well? We are. To study the ruins. Learn its secrets. Uh, well, 
My name is Ironbark. <laughs> uh, maybe exchange some formalities first. The mysteriously speaking one is Terul. This is Mila and Serlar. Who are you? Uh, my name is Fiavo. Fiavo the Quick, they call me. Who is they? Just, you know, people. Is they with you now? <laughs> uh, Mila looks at Terul. <laughs> Hi, Fiavo, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, we are from the Megambia Academy and uh, we're assessing the site here for a, uh, a scholarly study. Uh, what's your... What's uh, what's your purpose? Where are you from? Uh, oh, uh, well, uh, I have a, 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 a long history of, you know, adventuring across Galarian. Uh, originally came from the the Laughing Jungle, which is oh, it's in Sargatha. Uh, so it's in the place that is now Vidrigan, uh, which is where Ignacy's yeah. from. Southwest oh. of this continent. Have I got that right? No, yeah. it's on this continent to the south. Yeah, yeah it's sorry. On the south it's, it's, south. it's on the same continent as you, but it's, it's, it's south the southern of nation of below the Mwangi expanse. Yes, yes. The, the Songo. They are a, a group of of halflings living in Vidrian's laughing jungle. Very good. Uh, so he's a Songo halfling. Uh, yes, you're you're speaking to uh, one of uh, one of the laughing jungle's un- unbending champions. Wow. Mm. Don't know if any of you what know what that means, that? but he's bragging about it. Are you not flexible? Tyrrell says as he walks over to the walls to examine it. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, I wouldn't get uh, too too close to that, actually. Uh, yes, sir. I, I, I hate to uh, give give you bad news after you've uh, come all of this way, uh, but uh, I don't suppose you have the approval to, to be here, do you? What do you mean? Whose approval would be need? Uh, well, the assembly of speakers in in Cloudspire, of course. Oh, Cloudspire is an is a dwarf settlement. Yeah, Jeremy, there, it's the home of the <laughs> Jeremy does not know. Dwarfs. Oh, okay. And where yeah. is that? It's uh, uh it's, it's around here, pretty close, I think. It's uh, yeah, yeah. it's it's one of the uh, it's one of the dwar of the Sky Citadels uh, yep. that survived. Actually, it's uh, in the. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it's close by uh, I mean it's not 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 super super close it's probably no, off of the it, map that you've been it is in going the across, but it's in the turtle uplands yes yeah uh, yes well uh, I suppose you haven't obtained the approval of, of, of Fabsing the High King of Clouds by himself uh, as well yeah <laughs> I've rolled a rolled legal a law. legal law exam <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Passed the bar exam because uh, for two reasons. One, does Cloudspire have authority over any ground section of the Mwa- of the Mwangi? Two, does Megambia recognise the authority of the Cloudspire Citadel? And three, is this guy making up something that doesn't exist? <laughs> uh, uh, you have. I'll answer number two first because it's. Uh probably the easiest one to answer. The Megambia would definitely uphold the authority of other uh, cities in, in the Mwangi Expanse. Uh, so, yeah, if this is a true law... Legitimate authorities. Yeah. 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 What's your first question? Is is this an actual thing? or? Oh, uh, about... the, 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 the last question was, is this actually a thing? The first question is, would Cloudspire have the authority of any section of the Mwangi that is on the ground? 
Ooh, you wrote a legal. Oh, goal. Cloud City isn't in the sky. I thought it was a sky yeah. city. Does it yeah, not float? It is a sky no, city, no. but there's no sky city in the sky anymore. Yeah. No, yeah, they're all on the what? ground now. They failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of, so it's just a ground city? <laughs> it's one of the sky cities that didn't crash down. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's so dumb. Right, okay, you can rescind my first question then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and replace it with, does the, does the Cloud Spire have territory beyond its holdings? <laughs> yeah. Does it include this area? Tarul, you are pretty sure that uh, although Cloud Spire would probably have some like jurisdiction, it's, it's probably too far away from Cloud Spire itself that they probably wouldn't mm. care too much about it. Excellent. Also, uh, well, you know what the Dwarven bureaucracy is like. You know, uh, it's a it's a whole whole lot of paperwork, but uh, it's quite interesting. Yes, you see, all, all things you know uh, related to cloud dragons in the Tower Uplands do fall under the Cloud Spire's jurisdiction, and uh, you see, Blood Salt bears the legacy of cloud dragons. So, uh, you see, uh, I've got the first uh, and only right to be here. So I, I, I'm afraid I have to ask you to. Stay away from the city itself. Uh, look, I, I don't mean to be rude, but do you have any proof of what you're saying? Obviously, we at the Magambio respect the rulers of the lands around, um, but I, I feel like you should have some kind of uh, documentation or proof of what you say. Uh, hold on one sec. I'll, I'll get my proof. Uh, I have seen some... I've seen yes. lots of secret Sorry, rolls coming. And I rolled first. I, I about yeah. rolled a perception. Is that to uh, sense Yes, motive? but... Um, well... Yes, but I also want to uh, cast a glance at these four other people I see to see if they have any markings or... Are they dwarves? Uh, they're all humans. Okay. The four around, uh, they are all... yeah. Uh, so there's no dwarves here, there's a halfling of four humans. Uh, you yeah, that, are... It is weird that in a... like a expeditionary force from a dwarven city there are no dwarves <laughs> as far as we can tell uh, i think he's just claiming he has authority to do so not yeah. that he's from there sure it's sure okay. but i think i also want to look at these guys yeah so you're keeping an eye on the four around they are all right. sort yeah. of intently watching the situation none of them are stepping like, in uh they seem the, to be are they wearing an do you have do they have any insignias or anything I can show you. Uh, so they've all they got they've all got the same sort of mercenary force. They've all got the same uh, image on Foundry, but uh, this is what one of them definitely mm -hmm. looks like. The others are all probably wearing the same sort of get-up, but uh, different uh, different versions mm -hmm. of it. So not really any sort of insignia, just uh, okay. Some pretty. I fancy say, that's my favorite art so far. I, really? Wow, it's I getting better that. in book yeah, three, I isn't really, it? Yeah, <laughs> I really like that. Um, it's, it is. Awesome, it's it's yeah. difficult to describe, but it's a that sword alone. It's got like sort of like hilt guard on it. Mm. That. Lovely little detail. Mm. It also looks like it has the Witcher thing of like a ring close to the guard where you can fit mm. the second sword. Yeah, sorry, that's what I was yeah. referring that's to. That's what guard yeah. Is, yeah. It is yeah. super cool. I love that this person's just kitted out with uh, like a shovel, a pickaxe, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> lots mm -hmm. of things all around there. A their, real their adventurer. Waist, yeah. A real yeah. adventurer. Or a tomb, tomb robber. Wow. Or an archaeologist. Yes. From what you can see, they don't really have any insignia on, on them at all. No. Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I want to whiz through. Uh, Tarul, you rolled a Bloodsort City Law. Was that for anything in particular? Yes. Yes, it was. Cloud dragons have not ever been mentioned, as far as I'm aware, in relation to Bloodsort City. Dragons have, but not specifically 
cloud dragons. So this is a lore check to see if there's okay. been any evidence of it. Because otherwise, Tarul could undercut that. While you're thinking that about that, uh, uh, Mila also asked for proof. Uh, Fiava, he's like, oh, yes, just give me, give me one second. He he goes into one of the, the tents, probably the the middle tent of the three that are set up around the campfire, and you hear him sort of, you know, going through what you imagine like a backpack in there. Uh, he comes out holding some little, a little sort of bronze item, uh, like a little medallion, presents it over he, he doesn't hand it to you, but he'll hold it up and, and show you, Mila you see, uh, it's a little a little bronze medallion, just probably big enough that you could hold in, in one hand uh, and you see it's got a stylized image of a, a, a dwarf on it, but with like dragon wings sprouting out of their back uh, and, and flipping it over, you see that uh, he, the name Fiavo is sort of etched into the back of this and he's like yeah, yes this is a, an authorised explorer's token that I was given in Cloudspire it sounds like a passport it sounds like it sounds like <laughs> it's bullshit is what it sounds like <laughs> um okay may I make a sense motive uh roll about what this person is saying of course yeah uh, uh to yeah, rule your I'm hopping between roles here quite a lot, but uh, it's it's a fast-flowing conversation. That's what happens. Tyrrell, you are pretty sure that, uh, yeah, you know what? You have sort of have just chalked up to being all dragons before, but it would make sense that it is a very specific type of, of dragons. And you know, uh, yeah, cloud dragons, uh, I don't think you've heard it explicitly before, but it, it probably does oh, make sense have, with the... you have. Oh, you have. Woolly... Tannin was a cloud dragon, which was very important to Terralo dwarfs as well. I'm sure mm. Wooly told you about that, but not the not from related to Cloudspire, no. Uh, no, not not Cloudspire, but the the uh, the, the Blood Soul City itself. Uh, it would oh, yeah, make yeah, no, sense. I was talking about yeah. cloud dragons in general. It would make sense with all of the uh, sort of the things you've heard about, you know, people sprouting wings and flying off. You also know that uh, cloud dragons are uh, typically have four horns on their heads. Mm. So it would match. You think it matches that this is a mm. city that's... It's a paperwork yeah. Yes. Are there any other a um, dragons with four horns? Oh, like I'm that? sure there probably are. <laughs> because... <laughs> but I don't know. That's that's probably the best evidence, because sprouting wings and flying up is no more indicative of a cloud dragon than any other dragon. Uh, Mila, you know what? You, you look at it and you're like... You, you think this could be bullshit, but you actually wouldn't really be able to prove that it is. You're like, I mean, it kind of, you feel like it, like it, it sort of checks out. Like you, you want it to be false, but also you're like kind of like, oh, this guy's like, he's he's he if he's putting on a show, he's doing a really good job with it because you you can't sort of catch any discrepancies in this thing that he's showing you. Okay, I, I'm assuming um, that was your perception check for like sense motive. Yeah, it was. Yes. Uh, do any of us know how's our knowledge on like anything he said about the place that's giving him authority? Does anyone have any knowledge of Cloud Spire? <laughs> does anyone know about Cloud Spire? I mean, we don't. We know to rule does it. <laughs> Would that be a society role? Yeah. Can I ask? I have taken uh, adopted ancestry dwarf. Oh, if you want to give me a society check, I'll give it a slightly easier DC for you because uh, I'm no, sure Hyde has been talking about some of the, the dwarven culture. I'll roll society then. My society isn't half bad. Did he did he say what the uh, the king of uh, Cloudspire? Yes, was? he said he got permission, the approval of of Fabsing, who is the uh, the the high king of Cloudspire himself. 
and you have actually heard that name before uh, with your society role. You actually think Hybram has spoken about this very particular person in probably in some of the dwarven stories. Uh, he, he likes to tell you stories about the dwarves of the Mwangi Expanse. Probably does probably spoken about uh, Woolly's tribe before because he would have learned some stuff off Woolly. Mm. Um, and yeah, you remember him saying that uh, it, you, think, you think he used a different name when he was talking about the King of Cloud Spire? Yes, because I I mean, I don't know if this is cheating, but I'm looking in the book right now. <laughs> and it says... <laughs> what book? <laughs> Does, that would define the, the cheating part. <laughs> the Mwangi, Mwangi book. I, if you held up book three of this adventure path right now, you know, I would. I would. Ooh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will say it's cheating, but uh, also it's good that uh, Ironbark's doing uh, his research, and apparently this uh, Thiavo yeah. didn't, because you're pretty sure uh, you're pretty sure the name he said, Sanji Thabsing, is uh, is the name of someone who's probably pretty high up, but it's definitely not the king. Uh, and from what you remember, mm. what Hybron was saying, it's probably some sort of hero of Cloudspire, uh, someone who went on lots of adventures, right. probably like some sort of leader of like a, a like an, a, a naval admiral or something like that, not the king itself, no. Um, so mm-hmm. Fabsing's definitely a person, definitely from Cloudspire, but okay. wouldn't have the authority and isn't the king. Uh, yeah. Liar! Uh, well, excuse me, did you, Fabsing isn't the king. Yes, of course he's there. I went there about a month ago. I spoke, I spoke with him. I said he gave me this, and he holds. He just flicks the medallion up, sort of seeing it glint in the sunlight. Yeah, I, I, I know it's it's frustrating to have come all this way from the Magambia and to have to go all the way back. If you want, I can give you some rations for the journey. Uh, but I, I'm afraid, yes, you are going to have to let us do our job here and. Uh, Maybe, maybe there's some, you know, crumbling outposts on the way back you can stop and investigate. Hmm. You mentioned cloud dragons. What yes. makes you think that they were worshipped here? What evidence is there? Tyrol going off on a tangent. <laughs> 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 That's just bamboozling with facts. <laughs> have, you not, have you not seen the murals in the city? Of course they were. Oh, oh no, you haven't. Of course you haven't, yes. Uh, <laughs> But of course they worship cloud dragons here. Uh, listen, Thiago. Yeah, well. Yeah, uh, I feel like we're skirting the point here. Um, my friend here, Ironbark, you know, it's, it's just proven that you've just lied to us about your supposed authority to be here. So, uh, you know, it kind of casts everything you're saying into question for me. Why would you want to go ahead and lie to us? What's your actual purpose here? She says, starting to sound a little bit. Mm. Oh, sounding a little bit teachery. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How would young cloud, <laughs> cloud dragons can they breathe the acid gas? <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine Charles like, actually just really talking to the wall to himself, to like rambling yeah. away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he just wandered over to one of the one of the other people and just started rambling at them. <laughs> no, no, he's 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 just looking at the wall. Uh, he's just saying, look, look, it doesn't matter what we're here for. Uh, but if you're gonna, you know, be a be a pain in my side, uh, I, I do suggest you, you, you stay away from from blood salt. You know, if you know what's what's good for you, me and my. Well, Maybe, maybe we got off on the wrong foot here. Maybe you have authority, maybe not. But 
why why are you so intent on keeping we could help each other out we have knowledge you might not have <laughs> you he might have of, knowledge we do not have <laughs> he and sort of chuckles when you say we might it, have knowledge <laughs> <laughs> anything so the, needs the hobgoblin over the wall rambling to himself <laughs> 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 what, so you can make off with a, a greater share of the profit no it's I'd rather Aha, split things five so ways than uh, nine. You're a loser. Do we yourself a no favor and clear profit. out. Knowledge. Not happening. We are not leaving. I will go to war for this city. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's not like you'd protect the people if you went to war. I mean, they've all gone anyway. I cannot. <laughs> Cloud Spire can rot. Nope. Whoa! I mean, it sounds like you're going to war with a completely different active city. No, no, like abandoned. No, no, like <laughs> rule does not care if this starts a war between the Morangi, the Magambia, and Cloudspire. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You do not care if it starts <laughs> a war? What is? Whoa! This book's gone in a different direction than I was. Uh, I was expecting. <laughs> Terrell, yeah, you, you, I don't know if you missed the conversation, but we don't think this guy even went to Cloudspire at this point. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but, like, he's, essentially, the point is here is that his threats are will have no weight anyway. Oh, okay. He chuckles. He's essentially going, like, yeah. I've got the authority, etc. Well, like, no, you don't want to I'll, cause an incident. Maybe I'll go back to Fabsing and let him know that the your school want to go to war with the, the dwarves. I'm sure. Will, will you go that. soon? <laughs> That, could, that would be helpful. Hey, listen, you're a liar. You're a looter. You're simply here for some profit. Now, I can respect that in all honesty. Oh, some of it. But uh, we're going to be doing our thing. We're not going to be keeping out because you say so. Because of your little medallion. So we don't have to be friends. But we don't have to be enemies either. What do you say we keep out of each other's way? <sighs> fine, fine, fine. Give me a, give us some time. We'll pack our things up, and I'm sure there's more profitable places nearby. Anyway, he uh sort of. That's a terrible whistle that's not going to get picked <laughs> up on, on Audacity, but I, he uh, whistles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whistles. So, 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 come on, let's uh, let's get out of these. <clears throat> sort of stomps around and uh, heads towards the tent. I think the other the others all do as well. Okay. I guess we stand and wait and see what happens. Do they have their weapons out? <laughs> Just saying. Uh, no, stand behind me. <laughs> not out, but you do see, like, like in the pic. Oh, in the pictures, they do have them out and on their shoulders. Oh, not yeah. like that. No, they probably do have them in sheaves around their, you know, on their back, around their waist. So they have them ready, but not, not drawn. Um, you see, the other he just starts, you know, stamping out the campfire. <laughs> Let's let's give them some space. Step back, Mila. Step back. Sure. They never answered the question about the cloud dragons. Roll. <laughs> they the weren't ever going to answer the, the fucking question about the the cloud dragons. <laughs> yeah, you watch as he uh, sort of uh, goes to rummage through his tent, start packing things up. But uh, before he does, he, uh, very quickly, <laughs> the big wooden stick that he was carrying, he. What was it round? Points it towards Iron Bark. <laughs> and it says, ah, as if you thought we were going to leave that easily. 
Get him, boys! <laughs> and I, I think that's going to be the place to end it. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, was you just it. gave me a good excuse <laughs> to group the group them all together. They were spread out quite far. I thought I'd. Uh... <laughs> good, good. Group them all. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, I'm excited we'll see, for this. We'll see how the initiative plays out. Yeah. Now I've watched the Indiana Jones films. I know Indiana Jones always wins, so I'm not worried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll that's catch not you next Indiana time. That's the guy that worked no, with Indiana Jones and betrayed him, probably. <laughs> Short rounds. What has happened? No, it's been like the other one. 50 years since, a lot. since I've watched those films. There's a lot of. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll catch you uh, next time for uh, the fight of. The, the Battle of Blood Salt, I guess. Uh, ah, yes, yeah. the Battle of Blood Salt. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Dylan. Adios. Bye. 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 All right, bye.